0: Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Warcom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put on board news with us today for the first time ever. And you're going to love this company. We had Howie Honeyman, president CEO of Forward Water Technologies Trades in Canada under FWTC. Most of you won't know the story because they're very recently listed, but they're listed with a vengeance. Love the business. Here's what you need to know. The global water and waste, wastewater treatment market is projected to grow from about 280 billion this year to 465 billion by 2028. Massive growth, why is that? Treatment of water and, water and wastewater is necessary naturally for mankind to meet the demand for water resources, not only for municipal and agriculture purposes, but also for, for critical industry purposes. Currently over 40% of the global population resides in regions marked under critical water stress. Enter forward water technologies. Uh, They're dedicated to commercializing, their patented forward osmosis technology. What does that mean? You're gonna find out. But what it translates into is it can reduce water consumption by as much as 90% in many industrial applications. More than just lip service, they're starting to move things along. They're collaborating with distribution partners to serve global opportunities in areas like the U.K. and Europe, uh, including multiple ongoing trials that are pending. Additionally, they work with their partner in India, Goldfinch Engineering, uh, and they're actively engaged uh, in business development in a couple of verticals, uh, leachate management, which is one of, if not the most significant long-term recurring cost for landfill care, oil and gas support services, and the lithium extraction verticals, which is very interesting because the company, uh, the, because the news the company put out recently where they've signed non-disclosure agreements with two major lithium extraction companies. Now, you know the story, you know the basics of it. and let's talk about the specifics. Welcome to Agoracom.
1: Uh, George, thanks for having me here. It's great, uh, wonderful lead in. I would participate in that business every day.
0: Uh, hey, it's easy to give a wonderful lead in when you guys are doing some pretty good stuff here. Before we, de- we, we dive deep into this, how big of a problem you're, are you solving? And we're not just talking about the size of the market because I talked about the dollar side, but how big of a problem is that you're solving?
1: Uh, George, uh, you know you mentioned it or you touched on it in your intro there. So something that the humankind, the race, the human race is facing now that we didn't 10, you know, a few decades ago, water scarcity. And water scarcity is, is, is really touching everybody. We used to think of it as a problem that they would have in you know, the deserts of Africa or what? or what have you. But this is now happening in North America, South America. It's prevalent in Asia. And this is, this is all due to the, the shifting nature of, of, of the climate as well as some you know, poor industrial practices of, of, of yesterday. So we're focused on this water scarcity issue, which is huge. So if you take India, It's got up to 20% of the population, but only 4% of the world's fresh water with diminishing aquifers. And that's why our our partner in India is getting such great traction because they're able to reclaim water, reuse it, um, and thus preserve the aquifer reservoirs for the population. So this is something we have to be really, really focused on. It's even gone to the extent where that reclaimed water is sellable. It's a chemical commodity that the factory down the street needs, or it's a bottleneck for other for other manufacturing so you're solving water scarcity issues by de- reducing the demand on the sort of uh surface water reserves and you're turning the, the waste product back into a sellable reusable chemical product that can be used for further manufacturing of the stuff then let's be clear we need these things as a as, as a as a as a, as a yeah, society until we
0: can find a way for mother nature to dump more water on us Right, we're, water, gonna have to, we're gonna have to do a lot more with the water that we're currently getting.
1: Water is used in manufacturing everything we use today from light bulbs to, to, to smartphones, to things that we understand that water comes from, you know, textile production, pharmaceuticals, fine chemical production, but we need all these things. And the supply of that fresh water is dwindling and under demand and we need to preserve it. And that's what we're really excited about being part of the solution. So
0: run us through, uh, if you can, uh, a layman's application of your technology something that people at home would understand uh would it be uh, an industrial plant and how it might work uh an oil and gas situation and you don't have to do a deep dive into the tech but more just give us an idea for everyone at home to kind of get a sense of how your tech. because a lot of us have the bread of water filters but obviously yeah. you guys, that's not you so give us give us a layman's application
1: so so everybody everybody we're in touch with i think today you know um, uses medical products, pharmaceuticals. Um, they're important. In some cases, they're life-sustaining. In some cases, you know, they help your shoulder heal from a, your tennis injury. You know, everything from the trivial to the incredibly important. So chemical or pharmaceutical manufacturers have production lines. And they use those to formulate pills and medicines. They have to wash those down in between every campaign because you can't contaminate one manufacturing process with another. Right. But at the same time, that washdown water can't go down the drain because you don't need the pharmaceutical ingredients, make it into the mainstream uh, drinking water. Yeah, so so what, what happens
0: to it? Like before Ford water walks in, what happens to it?
1: So what they do today is they put it on a truck after their manufacturing cleanout process. They drive it to an incinerator, mix it with fuel oil and burn it. So not only are oh, you I taking- did this, know,
0: I did not know that until this second.
1: Well, you have to, you have to maintain the careful uh, uh, oversight of those pharmaceutical ingredients. And so that's what they do. They take something that's 99% water, 98% water, mix it with fuel oil so they can incinerate it. It's expensive as you can imagine. It's got a massive greenhouse gas um, uh, footprint. What we've shown we can do as an example is come in, extract the vast majority, over 90%, 95% of the volume is fresh water. And that can go back into manufacturing at that plant or it can go down the sewer for municipal treatment. We're very confident that that, that that has an acceptable pathway for it. And now we, instead of 100 cubic meters or 100 liters, you've got one, maybe two liters that have to go for final incineration. And we think that's a
0: great application We're reducing yeah, that, that's a perfect example. See, a lot it, of us wouldn't have known that we just in take common? water for granted. We all take water for granted. Well, at least in North America, we do. Uh, I well, think I
1: think everywhere, yeah. You know a lot of yeah. places, water is underpriced regardless
0: of the jurisdiction you're in. Water is water. We just think water is yeah. water. So let me ask you a devil's advocate question, Howie. Um, clearly, this problem—it's not as if this problem just arose overnight. Uh, it's been accelerating over time. It's starting to really get to a point that we better start paying attention to it. But it's been around. Um why forward water? Why not GeorgeCom water technologies, who's you know been out there for the last 10 years, for example? What is it that you guys do better? Why would pharmaceutical company A uh prefer or why should they work with forward water versus GeorgeCom Water Tech?
1: So there's a lot of common water is a very complex issue, right? And there's a lot of treatment technologies that are out there to deal with. Sort of certain levels of contamination, from from lightly contaminated to extraordinarily highly contaminated. We sit right in the sweet spot, right where where simple filtration ends, or or other membrane technologies such as reverse osmosis, which has got kind of, you know good utility, but only has the ability to treat up to a certain level of contamination. Ah, okay. Once you exceed that level, you need a new technology. Well, that's where we step in. We have a a very proprietary membrane-driven process that relies on effectively creating a chemistry that allows us the equivalent of a filter pressure of over 3,200 PSI. So that that is high compressed gas pressure. And that's the driving force that we create with our chemical package that allows us to extract fresh water from these heavily contaminated waste streams. So it's what we're coming into the market with something that people can't do except using very oblique approaches. That is very, you know, standardized approaches. You burn it, you boil it, or you bury it. You send it down a disposal well where it's supposed to stay there for 5,000 years and you just get rid of the water. We can do that, uh, reclaim clean water with a low energy footprint and subsequently preserve the water at a lower cost. And so we're doing, we're we're sitting in a place where people can't, can't operate right now.
0: And by the way, and I'm glad you brought that up because I always want to ask that question, right? And, uh, and, you, and that's a masterful answer. That's great. Uh, now, let's talk about the opposite side. You've got some great tailwinds behind you because ESG, environmental sustainable governance, you know, is becoming a very big part of this world where uh, you know, George Com industries may be a successful widget maker, I've been around for 50 years, no problems. Now you've got, forget about just government legislation. That's one thing. Now you've got investors, customers, all the constituents coming to GeorgeCom Widgets saying, hey, how do you guys make your widgets? How are you guys making sure that you reduce them? I mean, you can never eliminate 100% or very rarely, but how do we make sure that GeorgeCom, you're not doing more damage to the environment uh, in the way you produce things because I don't want to be your customer or I don't want to be your investor. That's got to be a great... Tailwind for you, right? How because you have now have companies that are compelled; they've 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 got to comply. It doesn't matter how successful they are, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's a huge win win for us in terms of this societal change in the way that people look at their their investments and in the way that the companies that they invest in behave. So it's it's huge. Um, I came into this in in 2015. It was a laboratory scale, and I was committed to developing a business that had good solid financials. Did we have a value proposition that could be represented in dollars and cents? We have a very strong value proposition that can be represented in dollars and cents. But the other thing that became apparent, and I would say in the last 10 months, this has become really apparent to us, is companies are looking at us to help them augment their ESG profile. Can they come to us? And can we help them be better corporate citizens and at the same time have a solid business um, uh, proposition? And it turns out that we can do both and, and we're taking advantage of that. And we've had clients come to us and say, listen, we know you're an emerging technology, we're willing to take the risk because the data looks really good. But even if it comes out, even on a financial basis, we're still interested because we get the win on the side of the preservation of this resource. And
0: it may be more important than the ROI at the end of the day, because if Georgecon widget suddenly loses customers, loses investors. And loses industry, you know, goodwill. My business could literally, you know, if not if not completely evaporate, uh, you know, lose fifty yeah. percent of its value and revenue and all of that because you've got constituents saying, "Hey, we just can't be a party, George Cobb Widgets. Thanks for the last fifty years, but we got to move on to Howie Widgets now because they're much more compliant than you are."
1: Yeah, so we're we're actually we're actually seeing that pull from from the from the marketplace. I agree with you on the on the investor side. Those companies need to be very have a good visibility on their investors and why their investors are are, are making moves. The other thing that we're doing is we're going to we're trying to put together a guide and and make sure that companies understand our customers understand that if they if they involve our technology in their process, what is their win on uh uh on an ESG profile sort of basis. So we're looking at that as well. It's becoming a, call it a new selling point. And it's really, it's really, it's really intriguing. And, and I gotta say, you know, at the end of the day you get to the right place. This is, you get a great business, but at the same time, I think, I think there's general agreement in, 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 you know the broad community that we have to do a better job of preserving our, 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 our whole planet resources. And yeah, no argument, we no wanna play a part yeah. with you there.
0: And, and yeah. what I liked about this, this is a private business driven solution you know, uh, which, is, which is important to investors, not just a government taxation-driven solution. I've always said I prefer the government to stay out, just set the rules, monitor, make sure it's happening, but let companies like forward water, uh, get it done. Now, let's ask about the dollars and cents side because there is an ROI, sure. a financial ROI. So with the, the ESG, that's that's big. I think that might be bigger. But, you know, Jord- and I know all there are different sizes of applications. There are different sizes of even industries, right? Georgecom widgets may do this oil and gas and Exxon may be doing that. Uh, But generally speaking, have you guys been able to figure out what the ROI is to, you know, uh, to to clients Uh, and and maybe maybe you might have a couple of different (laughs) different verticals.
1: Yeah, so we've we've looked at we've looked at um, uh, a number of scales. So you're absolutely right. So so scale. What's the scale of the problem? How much water needs to be treated on an on an right. ongoing everyday basis? And um, we've centered around a, a couple of a couple of cases right now. The key case for us, we call it our 100 cubic meter per day sort of uh, uh, plant. Um, so 100 tons of water a day, where we recover up to 70% of the water. So we're fairly conservative conservative on our on our um, recovery basis. But you think you can percent
0: but you're saying we think
1: strategy. we can, often we can do 90%. So so we're being conservative on this a little bit it, and we focus on okay what's our payback when will it be a a cash positive investment for the for the adopting client and we think it'll be somewhere in the area of 3 to 4 3 to 4 years more closer to 3 than to 4. We're pretty confident in those numbers but here's the here's the important thing. Our business model isn't about selling equipment Our business model is selling a service so what we're going to do is we're going to bring the equipment on site own it and operate it ourselves and provide a service to the end user so they get the benefit of our technology without taking the risk and we control the operations so not only do they minimize risk for the client side but it provides us with the ability to control the technology and preserve a contractual ongoing revenue stream so we see this as a
0: a, ticket sale of $500,000 $500,000 to George Kong widgets. You're saying, Hey, George, here's our, here's our service. Here's a solution. And it's going I'm going to gonna make,
1: you, yeah, uh, I'm going to make your problem go away. Or
0: something like that.
1: I'm going to make your problem go away. You're going to get the benefit of that problem going away and the ESG profile, because you'll be able to tell your local community that you're not taking exactly. water from the well anymore. You don't take any risk because I'm assuming the risk. Cause I, I understand it. And then, but what I get, as I get, uh, you know, you sign up for a five-year contract with a renewable and uh, that is an ongoing consistent revenue stream for me that I can rely on. Um, that's and the way it, we're gonna
0: enter the market. And this is the part where a lot of small cap companies stumble because they've identified a problem, they've got a, a product, they think they can make it work, but then the, the marketing side, the, the execution side, the biz dev side, right? Uh, you know, isn't successful because let's face it, the world is competitive. They were just waiting for, you know, for water to come out of the woodwork and, and embrace and you with open arms. But you've already got an NDA with two major lithium extraction companies. You've already got potential trials coming up uh, in, in the UK and Europe. So what kind of uh, response are you getting from your pipeline when you're reaching out to George Comm Widgets and ABC Pharmaceuticals or you know, XYZ Technologies it sounds like you're getting some real interesting looks.
1: Yeah. So, so we began as a waste treatment company, or a company that would handle wastewater from a from a supplier, and we're still confident that that's a really good business. The margins are really that we 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 can we can involve are really important. But, but um, waste is one thing. When you come in and you can augment somebody else's business by driving their top line more than just reducing their bottom line expenses, and what we've tapped into is something called brine mining. That is the extraction or the, the, the isolation of minerals from really salty um, or mineralized waste, or not waste streams, process streams, um, as well as identify the fact that people use brines. You take the oil and gas industry, they use brines. So these are, brines are liquid water materials that contain high levels of minerals that are used for certain purposes within the energy recovery industry. They need to manipulate those and change the concentration of them. So that's one. So we've seen that. We've been at a lot of pull on that um, in, the, in, the, in the energy recovery base uh, uh, industry. But we're also looking at the extraction industry in the sense that there's really important minerals in some of those brines. And what they do now is they, they go in there and they try to pluck them out of that really dilute haystack. We found that if we concentrate the haystack by sucking water out of it, and The water goes back for reuse or used in the community which is an additional bonus but we can suck we can we can aid in their ability to isolate those key materials some of those key materials most important one right now is lithium there's a huge demand for lithium right now and we're able to augment some of those processes and make those processes more efficient
0: for some of the large
1: producers they've probably never thought
0: about a solution like that before right
1: well, no, it's not part of their mindset. Their mindset is, okay, I've got a dilute brine with a little bit of lithium in it. How do I get that lithium out efficiently? And we came in and we said, what if you concentrated that lithium? So it was really, you know, a lot smaller that's, volume to yeah. do with. And they, they, we well, got a couple of them and sort of blinked at us and said, you know, that's not a paradigm we've had to consider. Wow. Right. And, and, you know, because sorry, just say, you know, a few years ago, the only way you could get there was boiling that water or evaporating it. And if anybody's, who's boiled a pot of pasta knows how much energy has to go into uh, boiling water. So that was never an option for those companies. And now we're turning well, that, ahead. that size a a nightmare. around. Nightmare. Yeah. So now we're just turning that around, right? We're saying, no, we can do it cost effectively. And if we can do it cost effectively, how does that change your business? And the answer is they're like, well, we need to go back and look at our entire process flows and see how that goes in. But we're getting the phone calls back and that's what's really exciting.
0: So yeah, I think we're really, yeah. Yeah, that's, and that's great. That's what you want to hear, right? Because the worst thing is, you know, you got Georgecom widgets on here and they've got a great product, but no one's picking up the phone. You know, no, yep. one, no one's calling anybody back. So uh, last question on the biz dev side. Look, the good news is the whole world needs to treat water better. The bad news is the whole world needs to treat water better, uh, and there's that saying, yeah. pardon the pun, you can't boil the ocean, which means you can't you you can't go after all of it. So, what are you guys going to be focused on? It sounds like definitely you've got to you've got to really run down this lithium extraction uh, 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 vertical. But what are the other are there a couple of other verticals that you're going to really focus on uh, at yeah. the outset? And and what so- are they?
1: So we're still, we're, we're the, the mineral recovery of the brine mining, which includes lithium, we're going we're to uh, tackle that, focus on that. The other um, uh, avenue we're going to pursue, because we do see uh, interest there, is uh, aiding and supporting the oil and gas industry. And I know the oil and gas industry has got some, some burdens associated with that. But oil and gas use is, is, you know, while it will dwindle and it will go down, we're still going to need it for a long time.
0: Oh, well, we're going to 30, 40, 50 years still going to be there. We're going to
1: help it. We're going to help it make, you know, be more efficient on its water side. And many people in the industry say, you know, we don't recover. Or, the, 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 the energy recovery business is really a water business that has a side product of oil and gas. There is an enormous amount of water being used in oil and gas recovery. We're going to work to make that more efficient, um, better managed, lower energy, and still maintain the benefits that we bring to the other industries. So we're gonna make, we're, we're gonna support and make the old industries better and more efficient. And we're gonna also work to enable new industries and allow them to be efficient when they come out of the gate. We're gonna do both sides of the coin.
0: How much uh, stronger are you now that you've gone public? So let's talk about that for a second. You went public, you raised some money. Uh, talk to us about your cash, because you now what you've got is cash re- resources. let talk about that but you've also got availability to funds as well as you need yep. it. Tell, tell us about how much stronger that's made forward water. Cause as a private company, I don't care who you are, private companies, it's trickier, right. Uh, you, to, to have the, the cash resources necessary. Um, uh, how does that make you guys stronger and what are you guys going to do with that money in 2022?
1: So, so it's a mindset change uh, going public for us has been a really positive experience. Uh, you know, It's given us the working capital we need to complete the commercialization. And that's something that we struggled with for in our private version, where we were a technology company. Now, this additional cash access, working capital, it's given us the ability to become a solutions company. So we're going to deliver not a technology to our customers, but a solution to our customers. And that's that's a real mindset change. We've been able to resource out our, our sales and marketing activities, our visibility, to get um, uh, uh, highlight our ability to, to solve problems in the client's mind, and so it's a massive change for us. Uh, we're still very, very careful. You know, one thing after being private for five years and living from you learn
0: how to you yeah. learn how to be
1: efficient, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we still have very humble offices, yeah. and we'll continue to do so. And we're going to focus on getting technology converted to a solution, and that solution. Into the field to solve problems. That last step, solving a client's problem, is our fundamental focus. And yeah, and the resources we've put together from the IPO have allowed us to bring that, uh, uh, bring the forces to
0: bear on that issue. Howie, we could we could do a deep dive into forward water for the next two hours uh, because it's a fascinating space that you're in. It's fascinating technology, but I think it's important. It was important just to get this first, you know, big picture. Uh, uh uh information out there first uh and not not that boring way of so how we tell us about four technology i think people No think I, we've done a nice I appreciate
1: the discussion and you're right yeah my my family hears the two hour speech every day we we don't need that right now um but yeah it, 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 we're just really excited to bring the technology all the way through to the full commercialization um, and it will, George, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have follow-up conversations and we'll oh, track, lots. track our progress. Yeah, absolutely. Lots.
0: I think we're going to have lots and look, congratulations on look Agorcom's a private company. I know what it takes to start, manage, grow, you know, finance a private company. Uh, and that can be tricky sometimes. So congratulations on what you've accomplished there with Ford and then, you know, getting the listing, raising the money, being a public company, and now having the resource necessary to, uh, to move forward, pardon the pun, but that's why I know we're going to have you on a lot in 20- Look, awesome. It's a big, it's a big deal, right? Water, water treatment, water management, uh, ESG. These are not, not only not going away, they're not trends, they're not trendy. They are going to accelerate. There's no doubt about that. And uh, you guys are at the forefront of that. And I can't wait to have you back, my friend.
1: I agree. I agree. I, I uh, they can't be trends. We don't have the time anymore. So, yeah, I agree.
0: Well, thanks for joining us, Howie, especially right here just before Christmas. Appreciate that. And uh, happy new year to, and happy holidays to your family, the the whole Forward Water team. And can't wait to have you back as early as possible in January.
1: Right on, George. And happy holidays to you as well, man. It's all good.
0: For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Howie Honeyman, present CEO of Ford Water Technologies. It's a name that most of you will not recognize because it's a relatively new listing, which makes it great for you. Cause you get to you do your due diligence and find out more about the company on the ground floor. They trade in Canada under the stock symbol FWTC. If you believe in the future of wastewater management, and what we need to do to preserve it, return it and all of that uh, and ESG, then you've definitely got to do your due diligence. The way you do that is step one, get the company's profile page in Agoracom. We know there's a lot of moving parts here. It's a new technology. So we give you that good thousand foot view to get that good general knowledge about it. And then when you feel comfortable, you go, you click right over to the forward water uh, website, which you can see on the screen, right in the frame around, around Howie there and do your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Thanks, man. Take care. Hey guys, the video's over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our YouTube channel so you never miss another great Agorcom small cap video.